my friends, and welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm your host, Peg Cleland. I'm a life and mindset coach and a human design specialist. And Between Your Ears is a podcast all about mindset. We talk about many different topics that have to do with the things that go on between our ears. And today's episode is going to be all about manifestation. And this came to me, this idea, and I mentioned it a little bit last week because I was talking about my trip to Paris and I truly feel that that trip was manifested and I learned a lot about manifestation through the process. So I wanted to share some of that with you because I think so often we plan trips and events and things like that in our lives with such great detail and commitment and consistency to the plans and, and, you know, the belief in the fact that we're going. And yet we so often fail to plan for our life to plan for the life that we desire. We often just tend to live by accident or by default instead of living with intention, by manifesting things, living by design and designing our lives using some of the steps that I'm going to share with you today. So I'm using my trip to Paris as an example, but these are definitely steps in the process of manifestation that you can apply to anything. I do believe that this also is something that I experienced when we moved last year. And I shared a bit of that on the podcast, uh, but today is all about Paris. So grab a pen and a paper and you might want to take some notes here, but let's dive in to manifestation, the process. And first I want to start off with a definition. And if you, I mean, it's manifestation is a word that is thrown around a lot these days, but the word manifestation, the definition of it is to bring things into the material world. So manifest means to make something evident or certain by showing or displaying it. So it become, it comes into the 3D world, basically. And you may have heard things like uh, thoughts become things. So that's a quote that definitely means that the things we think about, we bring about. Your life is literally your thoughts expressed in the material world. So we're going to talk a little bit about my trip to Paris. I'm just going to kind of, I don't like to be too scripted on any of this stuff. So it's a bit of a a riff, but when I got back from Paris, and I mentioned this last week, I was super sick Uh, and I believe it was COVID. I'm pretty sure that's, I hadn't had it for three years, but I think that's what it was. It had all the telltale signs. Like I had no smell, no taste, razor blades in my throat, so Unfortunately, I think that's what I got. But the interesting thing to me, and I kept saying I'm so thankful I didn't get sick while I was there, but in in reflecting on the process of manifestation and how I believe that's what I did in this trip, I didn't manifest getting sick. It wasn't part of the plan. It wasn't in my intention. It wasn't part of the belief system. It wasn't the visualizations I've had. So none of it came to fruition because it wasn't part of my mental image for this trip until... The trip plan was done, my manifestation was complete, and on the way home, boom, it, it, it got me. And the funny thing is, I think, because losing your sense of smell is something that happens, apparently, with COVID, and I definitely, this is kind of a side story, but I bought some perfume, and I often love to go, when I go on a trip, I like to buy a perfume near the beginning of the trip so that I can smell that smell throughout the trip and it will bring back memories of that trip whenever I wear that perfume. Well, Haley and I both bought a little bottle of perfume. She bought her own scent and I had mine. 
and I remember that was on the very beginning of the trip. A few days after that, it was like, I was kind of disappointed. I said to Haley, I just can't smell it. I put it on, I can't smell it. It's not sticking with me. And I didn't think much of that until we got home because now I've smelled it since I'm recovered from my illness and it's great. I love it again. Um, I also bought myself a second bottle of perfume on the way home because I wanted to get some Coco Chanel, Uh, but that was a stronger scent and I could smell it a bit. But anyway, I truly believe that I actually probably had symptoms of COVID coming in earlier in the trip, but I didn't allow myself to be sick because it wasn't part of the plan. I truly believe that. So let's dive into some of the steps leading up to the trip. And these are things that I believe have to do with the process of manifestation. And it is a process. There are many steps involved. And so I'm going to share with you some of the steps that are involved, that I believe are involved, and how it applies to our trip. So the first thing with manifestation is your desire. It's it's what you desire to have happen. Uh, we sometimes try to stay away from the word want because want has a, a bit of a lacking, needy sound to it. So it's what you desire. And if you want to follow along with your pen and paper, maybe you want to list down what it is right now that you desire in your life. And for Haley and I, it's been a bit of a joke for the last few years. Every time we're watching a movie or something and we see a place. I've done a lot of traveling um, in my younger days before I had kids. And after kids, we did some things together, but it was more of beach holidays. And I guess we did go to Sweden once to visit a to visit a, a grandparent. Um, but most of my traveling was done before kids. But we'll see things in movies like uh, Moscow. And I'll, you know, we see it and I, oh, I've been there. And Haley's like, oh, sure you have. Of course you have. And we'll see something else. And it's like, oh, I've been there. Amsterdam, oh, I've been there. And we kept seeing the Eiffel Tower. And I was like, well, I've been there. And so that was kind of the standard joke that we had for a while. And then I just, we got thinking that maybe this should be something that we want to do. Like maybe we should actually look into it. So it became our desire. And I did an episode on this as well, and I think it was called The Bouncer in Your Brain, talking about the reticular activating system. And as soon as you have a desire in your mind, there's something called your reticular activating system, your RAS, and it starts to seek out that thing. And I couldn't believe how many times I started to see the Eiffel Tower or you know, be watching a movie and suddenly, oh, it's in Paris, I guess. So it just became very much part of our life because it was on our radar, this desire to go to Paris. So then we decided. So that's the second thing. You've got the desire that you want. And if you're playing along here, maybe you're writing something on your notepad, what you desire in life, in business, in a partner, what is it you want to manifest into your life? So the second thing is decide. It takes a decision. So we finally got to the point where we just decided, yeah, we're going to do it. We are going to go to Paris. The two of us are going to go. And then you get a little bit more specific. And I guess I'm not going to spend much time on deciding because you just decide. It's a conscious choice that you make. And then the next step is the intention that you set. It's where you start to plan your thoughts. You plan out the goal. And so, you know, I started researching travel plans, Paris, you know, what's coming up here for flights and things like that. And in my research, it's like the universe just keeps bringing you things to bring you closer and closer to the next step. Because what happened is it popped up this 
website about Paris, but then there was travel agencies and then it said Costco, Costco travel. And I thought, hmm, interesting. I'm a Costco member. I should look into this. So when I looked into that, then they also offered the option of spending some time in Paris with a connecting flight going to Barcelona. And we thought, that sounds like a great next step. Let's do that one. So we started to set our goals and plan our thoughts around this trip to Paris and Barcelona and get really clear. That's the next step. So after you've got your intention, you're starting to set your goal, clarity about what it is you want. What is your goal specifically? Because we often talk about, you know, when you want something in your life to manifest, you're desiring something, you need to know specifically what it is. So an, an example would be, I guess, if if Haley and I just thought we want to travel, we have a goal intention of traveling, but we had no specific like where we want to go or when we want to go, you need to get clear about asking for what it is that you specifically want. Get crystal clear about what you want to manifest. And we did. And like I said, you take a step and then the universe takes a step. It's like the next thing comes comes into your your vision, I guess. And so the next thing I want to talk about after clarity and getting really clear on what it is you want is then your conscious thoughts about this thing. And I say conscious because there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes in our subconscious. And I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. But your conscious thoughts need to be about what it is you want to manifest. Consciously thinking in a positive way about the trip to Paris, about the travel arrangements, about how things are coming together. And also the other thing that I did, which I think is something that you can relate to our lives that we don't do enough of, is as soon as I knew that we were going to Paris and Barcelona, we went to the library, I got books. Um, And if you're traveling at all, the the books that I got were the DK, I'm just going to look at it, what here, DK Eyewitness books. They have a lot of travel things. So I got the one for Paris and the one for Barcelona. And I dove into thinking about Paris and researching Paris and looking into daily plans for Paris and the maps of Paris. I became an expert on Paris. Um, I got a book too, and I mentioned this on the podcast from the, no, it wasn't from the library. This is the one I own, but it was called Paris Then and Now. And it's a wonderful book about one side of the page is a picture of Paris I don't know, in 1938 or something, like the Phantom, I say the Phantom, the Opera opera House, picture of that. And then on the other side, it was the Phantom. Oh, I keep saying that. There is a story about the Phantom of the Opera House. Um, So I learned about that though too. But then it's got the new picture of the Opera House. So it was a really cool book. And I just started to become like a historian. Like it was crazy. So I became this travel agent, tour guide, historian about Paris So all of my thoughts, very conscious thoughts, were seeing us there. Because the next thing after your conscious thoughts is incorporating some visualization. So they kind of go together. It's your thoughts, but then it's images of your thoughts. And there's a great quote from Albert Einstein. He says, imagination, because that's what visualization is. It's using your imagination. It's like when you're a kid playing make-believe. So you start to play make-believe. And the, the quote from Albert Einstein is, imagination is the greatest creative force. Learn to go where your imagination and desire take you. So my desire was to go to Paris. 
and my imagination took me there. I literally spent time in Paris before I was in Paris. And when I say I've been to Paris before, like our, my joke with Haley, it was many, many years ago, back in like, I don't know, 1996, 97, something like that, long time ago. And we really didn't do a lot. I was there for a, a fitness uh, competition. And so I wasn't a tourist. So it's not like any of that had a lot to do with what I was doing now. But I became so knowledgeable about Paris um, that I could see us there. My visualization and images were of how we would, you know, I could see in my mind. And I said to Haley, it's funny, because I'd done so much research looking down at a map about where we were going to go on day one and then day two, and we're going to take the, the metro here. And that I said to her, it's going to be weird when I get there and I'm standing on a street and there's all these buildings around me because I have had an aerial view of this trip for months planning it. But it's the visual images that you see. Uh, another quote is, the life you are living is the life you have imagined. And truly, that's what all of the manifestation, if you listen to Dr. Joe Dispenza, he talks about this a lot, like bringing the future that you're imagining into the present, like you actually draw it to you. So the life you are living is the life you have imagined. Your present is what you imagined it to be. You're creating it. You're bringing it into the 3D world. So after your conscious thoughts comes the visualization and images. And for me, it was the books I was looking at, the maps I was opening and, you know, researching and pinpointing. But for your life or a goal you have, like what steps are you taking? What visualizations are you having to become like an expert of your life, of your imaginings, of your make-believe world? You have to dive into that stuff. And so often, as I said in the beginning, we live our life by accident or by default. We are not planning. We are not researching. We are not focusing on these things. And that is the next step. It's your, your conscious thoughts we've talked about. Now you're visualizing things, but it has to be repetitive and consistent. And the reason for that part is because we have a subconscious. And our subconscious will often override our conscious thoughts if we're not aware. So you need to be aware of the consistency and the repetitiveness of your thoughts and visualizations about whatever it is you desire in life. You have to repeat it daily. There has to be time set aside where you're thinking about it. And I realized that the trip to Paris, I mean, that was fun. I could hardly drag myself away from the repetitive, consistent focus on that. And so I realize that sometimes in life it's harder if our goal or our desire is, it's going to require some work. I, I get that. Whereas I was planning a trip, which is really fun. But your life can be fun. Your business goals will be fun. They'll be rewarding. There does need to be some work put in. And I just didn't see it as work. It wasn't work for me to learn these things. But man, did it pay off as if it had been work, because when we got there, we saw the most of Paris in the, the best amount of time. We did the things we wanted to do. It's because I had planned ahead and I had consistently focused on it with my thoughts and my visualizations. And if it's for a business thing or a life desire you're working on, make yourself a vision board. That's what they're for, a vision board or a vision journal cut out pictures in magazines, just like I had my tour books to look at pictures of Paris, cut out the things that you want to see in whatever it is that you desire. 
the business goals. Maybe it's a, a kitchen renovation you want to do. Maybe it's a partner you want to call in for yourself. But do the, do the work and get those things in front of you t- so you can visualize repetitively and consistently. Because otherwise, your subconscious comes in and that subconscious is the stuff between your ears that is living there from past memories. That's living in the past. But it comes in and it sometimes takes us out of our dreams. We, it's too much reality, I guess. And the limiting beliefs are in there and they talk us right out of our desires. And we get sidetracked. So make sure the repetitive consistency is there for all of your thoughts and visualization. And then the big one, belief. And this is one that most of us struggle with, especially when things don't happen fast enough or it's just not coming together. We don't see that we don't see it. We're, what is that saying? You don't see the tree for the forest? Kind of that. Uh, so you have to have belief and expect the best. And it just popped into my head what I had said a moment ago about Paris and how I had this bird's eye view of the map. And then when I got there, I was going to be in the forest, like I was going to be in the buildings and would I be able to find my way? But I had the belief, because I'd also done the work and the visualization and the planning, I knew my way, like I'd been, like I'd lived in Paris, it seemed like. So this idea of belief is a really, really big one. Uh, Having the faith, expecting the best. And we expected the best for this trip. Like I went in knowing that it was all going to work out. I had, I had done the work ahead of time. I knew I was so confident this was going to be amazing. I had no doubt in my mind. And so I really encourage you to work on your belief for the things that you desire. This comes in also when I talked about moving last year. Same thing. I had the utmost belief, not a doubt in my mind that we were moving into the right place, even though I hadn't looked at anything else but one place. It was the right place. And packing up to move, I just knew we'd get it done. I knew we'd get it all done. I knew we'd sell the things we wanted to sell. We knew that everything would fit. That was the podcast episode, Everything Fits. There wasn't a doubt in my mind that we could put all of our things into this one U-Haul. It would fit. And that's the same belief that we need to have in life. When you have a desire and something you're working on manifesting, have faith unwavering faith. And if your faith starts to waver, then visualize more. Visualize again. Clean up your thoughts. Belief is so, so important. Um, The next thing I have listed on my list of manifestation steps is gratitude. And sometimes when your belief starts to waver a little bit, think of things that you're grateful for that are similar or, or things you've already, you know, accomplished on in, on the way to what it is you really want to manifest, but being grateful for the little things along the way, the blessings already received. And I don't know if you've heard this before, but um, I think it's from Jen Sincero who wrote You Are a Badass. And it was either in that book, You Are a Badass, or You Are a Badass at Making Money. Uh, but she talks about being grateful for blessings already received. That's how she sees her bills. And so for me, obviously the, the visa bill coming in was showing a lot of expense because we'd booked the trip through the travel agency, like it was paid for. We'd booked some of our um, tours ahead of time because I was, I was on it. I was a tour guide. I was a travel agent. I was planning it all. But a lot of it was already on the visa bill. And 
I had to remind myself when you see those numbers, don't start to panic that you're not going to have any money for the trip or that it, you know, something's going to go wrong. I just knew that this was blessings for this trip already received and more blessings were on their way. The perfect trip was coming. So gratitude is a big one, especially when you start to feel a little wobbly in your faith. Be grateful for what you've got so far. Um, Next on my list is I wrote down detachment or having trust. And this is a big one. It goes along with belief because when we believe that the things we're visualizing and thinking about are going to manifest into our present 3D world, the manifestation is going to happen. We have a belief in that. We also have to detach a little bit from the outcome. And with, with life goals or business goals, sometimes, you know, we set deadlines and that's never a good thing because the universe has a way of, it has its own timeline. So detaching from, and and I sometimes say it's funny, expect the best. I just told you that have faith and expect the best, but also have no expectations in a different sense. Detach yourself from the present because you are intending a future outcome, but just detach yourself from it and allow universal energy to kind of step in and be part of the process. Trust. So I had full belief in this trip and I really trusted that it was all going to come together because I knew I had done my part and the universe would help us with the rest. And with that in mind, this idea of detachment or trust, I also want to bring up the word action. And I've sort of told you some of the things I was doing, but you do need to take action. And I read a good book recently and and it it sort of said that um, the role of actions is to receive what you have already created. So through your thoughts and your visualizations and your positive belief systems, the being and the thinking about it, you are creating the future, but you have to take some actions to receive that which you've created. So acting things out, taking the steps, is setting up a system to receive it if that makes sense. And sometimes that's hard to wrap our head around, but your actions en- enable you to receive it. So you have to do some things. You have to take the first step and the, you know, the universe will come in and, and assist you. But um, this is where, as I mentioned, I became <laughs> a travel agent. I took the necessary actions and steps and I was the tour guide as well. Like I, I did those things to make the trip the perfection of the trip, the manifestation of my visualization of its perfection, I took myself closer and closer to it every time I did something. So I was prepared. I was, I was being who I needed to be in this process. And then the universe did its part. Um, and sometimes you may have heard the term act as if, and I was really acting as if I was a professional Parisian tour guide because I knew everything. And that doesn't mean that I did it all on my own. I, that's the other thing I did right away is I reached out to people too. Who knows this? Who has any tips? Who can suggest this? And they all helped me as well. So maybe that's a point that I didn't talk about earlier. But once you get clear on your goal and your intention and you're asking for what you want, you can also ask for help. Ask for people's tips and assistance in your action steps that you're taking. And when you ask for people's 
tips and assistance that might also add to your vision board. Because I know I had people suggest um, getting a photographer. Well, that was added to my list. People suggesting go here to do that. And so it was all on my list. So never leave that out either. Is there other people who can sort of be a part of your manifestation if, if you're needing some assistance? So to recap, if you've got your pen and paper, we talked about desire. And that's just what you want. So then you make a decision. This is what I desire. I decide I'm going to manifest it. Set your intention or your goals. Plan your, what it is you want. Put it on paper. If you're planning a party or planning a trip, you're putting it on paper. Get it down and be clear. So desire, decide, intention, clarity. Okay, that's the beginning. You got the foundation now. Then practice working with your thoughts, your conscious thoughts. Visualization, repetitive, consistent use of those things. Build your belief next. And we often say that like trust begets trust. So when you play around with manifestation on a smaller level, a smaller scale, then you start to trust that this works. And so remember that because if if belief is something you struggle with, then celebrate the small wins that you have. And, oh yeah, that's working. And then it's easier to have the trust and the belief for bigger things in your life. Gratitude, never leave out the gratitude because that is, it's sort of celebrating uh, things you've already done. And that helps to keep your belief strong. Detach from the outcome a little bit. Just know without a doubt things are going to work out. And then take action. You need to be doing something to do your part in the process of manifestation. Um, Because truly, as I said in the beginning, like manifestation is your thoughts expressed. So what you think about, you bring about. You are creating the life that you imagine. So I think I'm going to stop there. It's been a longer one and I've just been... On a, on a roll here. Uh, but I do plan to do a course. I did a, did a course a year or so ago and I'm going to pull it back and layer in some of the things I've learned over the last year about manifestation. So stay tuned for more info on that. Um, perhaps I'll get it in the show notes, but if not, uh, I might talk about it a little bit more next week. But if you're interested in diving in, I guess with support, with some coaching to some manifestation, that is what this program will be all about, is guiding you through it specifically. Uh, So anyway, more on that later, but thanks for listening in. If you know somebody else who maybe needs to hear about some of the steps that they can use to manifest in their life, please share this podcast with them. Let me know your biggest takeaway or let me know if you've manifested some things in your life. Pop me a message on Instagram or take a screenshot of the podcast and share it on your story. Tag me with your biggest takeaway or with how manifestation is working in your life. So, uh, again, thank you for joining me. If you have any requests for the show, um, please let me know because I always love hearing from you. And until next time, take care of the space between your ears.